Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of fandom access. I'm your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So tonight, we have two doses of zombies. Uh, They've got The Walking Dead and World Beyond, and then Roswell, and we have What If and... American Horror Story Double Feature, the first episode of Death Valley. So that is what we're doing tonight. And as soon as I have a co-host, we will continue as usual. I also watched the first episode of Why Last Man on Earth tonight. And uh, I know Karen's been watching it. And I think Jamie's got some other stuff to tell you guys. So... What else have I been up to? So, my son and I have been binge-watching every James Bond movie. <laughs> Getting ready for the uh, No Time to Die, which comes out, I think officially it comes out Thursday, but we're going Friday. So, we will be doing that Friday. And... uh He's never seen any of the Bond movies before, and I haven't done a marathon like this in quite a while. So it's been fun. Uh, what else has been going on? I don't even know. What else have I watched? Uh, let's see. Sex Education is back on... Netflix, and come up. Oh, there we are. Hello. <laughs> Good evening, ladies. Hi. We've been in the queue. Hi, Karen. I'm still texting you. We're in the queue. Hi. Yeah, we've been in the queue. Yes. But uh, I guess uh, it's BTR my didn't screen. Show you. Yeah, BTR didn't show me. I had to reload the page for you guys to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Soft um, rain always the best, so <laughs> I'm not super surprised, but it was but stressful. Anyway. It was stressful hearing you uh, stall and not being able to and being stuck in the queue. But here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Here. So, so before we get started tonight, did you guys see the House of the Dragon trailer? Yes, it did. I know it came out, but I did not see it yet. And I also did not look up what you were telling me because I just got Wi-Fi back, like, very recently. So, okay. I, I well, think without, without being able to really do a lot, but. Uh, well, we're glad to have you. Um, Jamie, I know you didn't read Game of Thrones or watch it, I don't think, right? Um, right. Uh, so, AJ, what would you think of that trailer real quick? I don't even care. <laughs> like, like I'm I'm gonna okay. watch it, and I'm sure, and I'm sure I'll get into it once it's on. But I just like, eh. Because <laughs> you know what? You know what the thing is? Like, Game of Thrones itself was exciting because me personally, when I, I you know, I've read something, it's fun to see it come to life and and hopefully done well on uh, you know on either the big screen or the small screen. Um, and now this, this, this world of spinoffs that we live in, 
Well, it's going to depend. We'll we'll have to wait and see it. Now, I mean, granted, there is backstory in um, some of um, Martin's other books that can kind of pave the way for the stories they want to tell now. Um, What the heck was it called? Uh, Encyclopedia of Fire and Ice, maybe it's called or something. Uh, Yeah, Um, something like that. I, I have it. I just don't remember what it's called. Um, so I could, so that's definitely something, you know, I'm sure they probably somebody read to say, okay, this is what, you know, this is the story here. This is what we can do, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you know what? It's like, I'm not even, it's not, I'm not like one of those people right now that's like, oh my God, I can't wait. You know? And I think part of that's because of Martin himself, you know, he's taken so long with the winds of winter that, you know, after Game of Thrones ended, we talked about it. It lived for a little while. And now I'm just like, eh, whatever. You know, it's like, I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the spinoff. You know, like I said, I'm sure I'll get into it once it's on. But right now I'm just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I do think uh, there are a couple things going on. One is that, the, the I mean, for me, the, the ending of Game of Thrones was so disappointing, the way they ended the show, that it, um, it, it you know, that sort of diminished my appetite for this. It also kind of showed how unable they were to to really do a good job with the story when G.R.R. Martin had no more content for them. Like I worry about, you know, HBO sort of mm-hmm. going away. I mean, I know this is based on, on other G.R.M. work. Um, and it's been so long that since we, you know, since that show ended and also since we've had a book that I think that um, also, you know, uh, diminishes interest. Uh, you know, on the other hand, Matt Smith is in it. Um, and he brings his own. Like that was my question. Is that, is that, yeah. Because I saw the That's picture Matt... of the video. I just watched the video. Yep. That's Matt Smith. And while he does have a, a devoted group of fans that might come on and watch the show, I don't really see this appealing to the, the Hoover, the, the, the Hoovians yeah, out there. Yeah, I because... they're really similar tones. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, this is, you know, I, I said to a friend of mine today, well, Dr. Who is not very rapey. And, uh, <laughs> and Game of Thrones really is. <laughs> oh my God! Everybody gets raped. I mean, in Game of Thrones, any woman at any time could possibly be raped. It's a very rapey show and murdery. Um, so uh, it's not at all the same tone as Doctor Who. But anyway, I wanted to mention it since it came out today and it's big news. And the other thing I asked you guys if you wanted to, we wanted to mention real quick is the C vote, the um, the possible union strike. Um, that basically the union that represents film crews and production crews has been in negotiation with the studios for better working conditions, and yesterday they authorized a strike, which doesn't mean a strike is happening, but it means the leaders can call a strike if they want. And and, and yeah. they voted 98% in favor, right? It was huge. I mean, like, the industry is ready to strike. So, yeah, and I can't say I blame much them. About it. I mean, I, I can't even, you made some really good points today, AJ, about um, terrible working conditions for, for crew members and and the indifference of studios to it. Um, uh, and so, as I said, Jamie, the reason I want to mention is because if they strike, they'll shut down every television and film production in the United States. Um, yeah, that'd be bad. I mean, bad for us because we watch it, you know, not bad for us. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It'd be there'd be yeah, I know what you content. Meant too. Yeah, 
know, we want mm. we want them to get paid. We just want to also get yeah. to see it. Yeah. Um, I knew that also, these were not. Ne- but <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's Jamie's job to cover this stuff. So, um, I mean, I knew that these weren't like super high-paying careers, but what I'm reading, the stories that I'm reading on Twitter and in the news about how crews are treated, are, I mean, they, they should go on strike. I think they should go on strike. Yeah. Um, it's really, um, uh, you know, for the amount of money that a lot of shows spend per episode, like, I guess, what are they spending that on? CGI? Because they're not paying, like, the production assistants. Um, probably and, CGI and the actors and, advertisement. The actors and don't horrible, have that need for most of them, so. No, horrible working conditions. Like working 14 hours a day, six days in a row. Uh, and yeah. well, you know, not like being allowed. Sometimes the actors work that much, but they kind of signed up for it and get paid a lot to work that much. So it's a little. Oh yeah, they get, absolutely. They get, yeah. And I not mean, all of them. Some of them work that much. We shouldn't. Cause not I mean, some work like that. Some I mean, do. some of these people are making minimum wage at working these yeah. types of shifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, not a lot of actors are in every single scene. And uh, I mean, some right. of them are. Some of them are never seen and are on calls all day long. But they are able to negotiate maybe for better conditions. Like I'm pretty sure most actors get a 30 minute break to eat and call their husband if they need it. And production crews are talking about not even getting that. I I, I heard an interview today. This guy was talking about uh, like a guy whose daughter committed suicide and he still uh, attempted suicide. And after getting her to the hospital, that guy reported to work and didn't tell anyone on the set because he was afraid he'd get fired if he asked for any time off. Like that level of, you know, um, that level of like horrible working conditions. Um, And of course we mentioned that with the strike possible, a lot of producers are asking everybody to work extra hours to get more episodes in the can, which is like so the wrong response, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we know you guys feel mistreated, so let's make you work harder in case you don't work after this. Yeah, yeah. Although so. to be fair, I don't know that it's, and I don't know. I shouldn't say that, but I mean, I, I don't know that it's always, you know, necessarily the the producers are doing either. I mean, I think a lot of it is probably the network trying to push for it. You know. Well, if the network owns the show, a lot of networks are not owned by the shows nowadays, and you know, I, I, I mean, a lot of networks don't owe the I know what you mean. own the show. Shows and, aren't owned. You know what I mean? I mean, stuff that's yeah, currently but I'm on. Saying, like they're probably putting pressure, and I, I don't know, but I'm guessing they're probably yeah. putting pressure on, you know, the producers and that to do that though, yeah. as well. So I yeah. don't know. You're right. You know, who else they're it def- is, but... Yep, they're definitely a part of the problem. Um, absolutely. Um, and I also heard stories about, I saw a thread on Twitter today where a woman said her showrunner had sent a message and said, you know, is everyone's dues paid? If anyone, I want everybody to be able to vote. So if your dues aren't paid, let me know and I'll pay your union dues for you. So you'll be able to vote for this. Oh, cool. So they're not all evil. There are some good showrunners. Yeah, I know. I mean, from all the people that I've talked to, most, a lot of the people, produce, producers seem to be especially because they're not the act, you know, they're not the talent. You know, a lot of them are always like, you know, it's because of them that we are able to do this. So it takes a lot of people to make a TV show. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, not just the, the actors. And people don't all the actors get the, the actors get the big billing, but without your crew, what are you going to do? You're going to say, hey, uh, Bruce Willis, go go 
you're not in the scene. Go, go, go grab that camera and shoot the scene for me. You know, you can yeah, look at the camera and be like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of talent in the news lately um, supporting the union and, like, being out and holding signs and wearing the T-shirt and, you know, um, at least, you know, supporting them on Twitter <laughs> for what that's worth. Um, but, uh, we, yeah, I've seen a lot of talent supporting um, which is nice. Uh, anyway, um, could happen, might not happen, would would have a big impact on production. Um, we remember living yeah. through the um, – living through, but, like, it was so hard to live through the um, – uh, remember the writer's strike, like, in the yeah. mid-aughts, yep. maybe? Um, that really uh, held stuff up for a while, so – but you know what? I'm happy to maybe not have good TV for a few months if it means these people have better jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. just wanted to bring it up. So. No. Any All more right. comments before we jump in? I think I'm good. All right. I think you guys are good to jump. All right, then um, let's hop on the walk. Go ahead, Jamie. What, do you have announcements also? No, I was just going to say some of the um, – I've been putting up the leverage interviews. I still have one more to put up if people want to see them. But I was just going to say, because um, I know I had written AJ, uh, taking questions for Wheel of Time. I know that's going to be a big, big popular one. So, But that's tomorrow, so that's quick. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming up that lock and key, Fear, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, and then Sammy's doing Chucky this week, so people can send all those questions through Twitter, and hopefully some of them will get asked. Great. All right. Well, uh, you want to start then with regular Walking Dead? Let's do, yeah, the flagship Walking Dead for starters. Uh, this this was like a three-storyline episode. Um and I thought it was generally pretty good. Yeah. It was uh, decent. And I, um, uh, that reminds me too, I was going to say, I do have the interview up with, that's up with, uh, I was going to call him Gabriel Seth as well, if people want to want to read that. Because we talked, it, not that there was a whole lot specific in this episode to talk about, but he's yeah. in it for like a few minutes. But, um, but that's up. Yeah, um, we have the group pretending or walking with learning to walk like whispers and then we have the commonwealth storyline and then um daryl and uh, daryl and what's her face leah Mm -hmm. um so i guess we can talk about them real quick in thirds you want to talk about the the um commonwealth first and the commonwealth is a storyline that i'm more familiar with from the comics and you are not so jamie Right. How do you like where this is going so far? Right. I, I mean, I like where it's going. I think the main thing right now is what's happening with, with Yumiko, because um, this is when they're already been in trouble, right? Or is this where they get yes. in trouble? No, this is the okay. episode where last week they got in trouble for going into the radio tower. So this week all of our people have been tasked with clearing houses of zombies so that the yeah. community can expand. Oh, and when I, this is – Okay, but that was I guess what I'm saying is last, was this week the one with what what Eugene does? That was last week, right? Yes. This this the other night okay. was the episode where um, 
that that prissy guy was on a date with his yeah. friend okay. outside okay. of the and 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 Eugene and and Stephanie, fake Stephanie, <laughs> killed the zombies and that and and um, Sebastian like gets really you know they and and Eugene punches Sebastian in the face and gets thrown in a cell. Uh, so what did you think of that whole thing? Um, I think that it was kind of obvious, although, I, I mean, that he was somebody he shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that. But I don't know. I almost thought it was a setup by that guy, by that smarmy guy that's, like, helping them. I thought at first that it was a setup for him to save him and then be like, oh, you know, they did this, they did this bad stuff, but now he saved your life, so, you know, you owe them. I don't know. That's kind of where I thought it was going. Um, which it didn't. Um, Eugene shouldn't have done what he did, but obviously that that kid deserved it. I kind of was also hoping maybe the girlfriend would be like, no, he saved us, but of course she's not. Um, I think it was very obvious that of who they were or who the kid was. I mean, I think that was was obvious um, that that was coming. But um, I don't know. I mean, I really thought if we hadn't talked about the other Stephanie, them showing her, and mm-hmm. I, I really thought it was going to end up that she was, um, help me out here, the the head of. Um, I'm sorry, who? I, I had thought, the, yeah, I had thought, and again, because I don't know what's going on, but I had thought that it was going to turn out that she was really the, the top lady. I, I, I can't think of her name. I, that's oh, that's like Stephanie, that Pamela Milton is yes, the head of the Commonwealth, yes. who we have not seen yet. Yes, we have not seen. I mean, I guess it's still possible. I don't think because of the fact of what we've been talking about with the two Stephanies and everything, I'm guessing that's probably not the fact. I honestly don't know yet. But um, that was kind of where I, I thought, like, that part maybe was, like, to see how they acted, you know, to see what he did and that it was really her trying to find out what's going on. I don't know. Um but uh, I, I don't know. You you would think that people would be a little more um, happy you saved their life, but I guess, I guess not so much. But um, I don't know. I mean, this place seems good. I I worry that or question that her brother is so um, the Yumiko's brother seems I don't want to say exactly scared, but like he doesn't want them to find out he lied. So. You know, I, I don't know. It seems like it makes me think maybe at least not everything's as, as nice as it seems. But um, I definitely think it's good that they found the place, and hopefully they'll end up, if it's a good place, they'll end up bringing the other uh, the other people in. I want to see more of um, the one, the big guy. Um, I I don't know why lately. I can't remember anybody's names. I'm sorry. Um, the guy in, in the Stormtrooper suit. Mercer. Yeah, I want to see more Mercer and and uh, talking to Princess, especially. They're funny. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I thought, I mean, she, her her flirting was like really hilarious and creepy, or like not creepy, but um, cheesy. But it was so funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see where that goes and the fact that they've survived this long and kept the place running but again it may be because something else is going on there we don't really know but there's some kind of you know cast system type thing going on i don't know to me though the main part was more them wearing whisper faces and i think the thing that stood out to me was um Ooh. megan and maggie's well, conversation yeah. 
Sorry, was well, this in this episode? On that. that was in this episode, yeah. but let's jump on that. Let's jump on that in a second. I just wanted to say, you know, I know a bit about the Commonwealth storyline. I can't tell you what's going to happen with Yumiko because in the comic, it is Michonne who comes to the Commonwealth and finds her daughter there. And so her daughter obviously was not a surgeon when the apocalypse started. So I don't know what's going to happen with Yumiko and her brother Tommy or any of that, why he was arrested. That was all new to me. Um, it was really interesting. I, I kind of really liked the part where she goes in for her interview with Pamela and how, like, Yumiko is, like, so able to instantly sort of put on that, that pre-apocalypse, like, job interview kind of attitude uh-huh. that you would have you at know, her. She knows mm-hmm. that they uh, – I said, no, she knows that, like, she's got power, though, too, because she's, like – you're going to give me yeah. what I want. You're going to listen to me. She knows yeah. they want her, or they wouldn't have gone to all this trouble. She's obviously smart, so. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I also um, uh, enjoyed the part. And, and so I noticed this, and a, a couple of reviewers, including um, Ron Hogan, who writes for Den of Geek, had commented on, like, Yumiko sitting in that room, and they offer her an espresso, and there are art books on the coffee table, and the look on her face, like, um, it, it's kind of obscene for them to have this level of, you know, I think it was Eric Kane in Forbes, who's like, people outside the walls are fighting over a can of beans, and they're, like, drinking espresso inside there. And, like, is the Commonwealth really doing all they can or not? I don't know. Um, I, um, you know, I also, so AJ will appreciate this. So Sebastian, that Weasley guy, Sebastian, Jamie, who was introduced, and it was so obvious from the jump that you're supposed to hate him and that he will be a villain going forward. Um, AJ, people all over the internet are referring to him as the Walking Dead's King Joffrey, Game of Thrones, Um, which if he's listening, AJ might appreciate. Um, Jamie in Game of Thrones, Joffrey is the, he's the son of, of, of the queen. And he's, he's a horrible, horrible, um, spoiled brat who has bad instincts and is evil and kills people and, and just you, you hate him from the moment you see him until the moment he dies. Are you, uh, so you're talking kind of, about the, it's the face of the Commonwealth, not the kid, right? Or am yeah, I yeah, I'm talking about the son. Up? I'm talking about Sebastian, the, okay. not Lance Hornby, okay, you're who's like the, the face of the Commonwealth. Okay, I'm talking about, about Lance. I'm talking about Sebastian. Lance. I'm talking about Sebastian, yeah. who's the daughter, who's the son. Um, no, yeah. Lance, I mean, I don't trust him either. I mean, I know a lot about him, but just from what you see on screen, you can't trust him either. And he's setting, I think he's setting Eugene up for Eugene to blab about where Alexandria is, right? Yeah, like I, that, I would agree. But that's why I was saying, I almost at first thought that the whole thing with them coming upon the kid, Sebastian, that that was a setup for them to purposely I agree. find them to see how he reacted. Although I think I, he expected him to, or at least if it was a setup, I think that he expected them to save him, not for him to punch him in the face. Yes, <laughs> I agree with you. And in fact, in fact, when they go in the jail cell, Lance says to him, you know, you were supposed to, if, if you saved him, you would have been a hero and you could have anything you wanted. And I think Lance set it up to, to make Eugene a hero so that, a, Eugene's people would get out, that. and also they'd trust him. Like, you know how, like, you know how Ezekiel goes and gets medical treatment and he comes back and he's all high on drugs and he's like, yes, I love it here, I'll do anything you want. Like, there, mm-hmm. um, and Eugene, I think, so I don't know if they could know this, but it's clear that Eugene, A, wants to be a hero, and B, wants to impress mm-hmm. Stephanie. And so I feel like yeah. it was maybe set up 
they're setting each of them up to get what they want so that they'll trust them. And I think ultimately they want info on the Commonwealth. I mean, on Alexandria. But my question is, but my question is, do they want information on the on Alexandria because they want to help the people in Alexandria, or because they want to kill the people in Alexandria, or because they have some uh, alternative? Like, I feel like the Commonwealth is overall good, but I don't know because I haven't read the comic. Uh, but it makes me yeah. question why they're so adamant to find this out because if they're good. I mean, yeah, they, if they're good, maybe they want to save people, but it would kind of be like, well, it's up to you if you want us to try to go after your friends or not, if they were, like, good, I would think, you know? Yeah, so I, don't I mean, know. I, so that, I think that all remains to be seen, and we'll see what the TV show does with it. I, I, but I think on some level, if you really wanted help, you'd be like, oh, my God, you have a community. Tell us where it is. We'll send soldiers with you. We'll go. We'll help you. Like, they're actually, like, yeah. kind of like you can't leave, right? Um, yeah, they don't seem so. help. like they seem like they're good, but there's something there's like a hidden underbelly or something. I get the opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, at this place. Well, and it wouldn't be The Walking Dead if they actually met people who were not psycho, right? <laughs> this is true. This is yeah. true. This is true. Um, so anyway, I know you wanted to jump on to Maggie and Megan, and I really liked that part of the story also. Yeah, I was trying to remember, though, this isn't the conversation where they had about he would have killed everybody, right? This is where they make the agreement. I think the other one was part of a different episode. Okay. Yes, and I I love that part. Yeah, um, he's like, you know, I'll I'll help you and, you know, I'll protect you, but you got to quit trying to kill me. And and she's kind of like, and you'll trust me? (laughs) And I I would think it's hilarious. She's kind of like, you you will trust me if I tell you I'm not going to kill you? Uh, but he's like, well, yeah, the preacher's here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they kind of needed that just because it's kind of like hanging over them and it's like enough already. I really – not that it's not interesting per se to see them work together to some extent. It's just it's in the background and it, it needed said, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And I think somebody – I forget who it is – makes a comment to her like, will she keep her promise? And she's like, I hope so. <laughs> So I think she's hesitantly going to keep it if he keeps his end of the bargain, maybe. But I don't know. When he tells her he would have killed everybody, she's not too happy with that. <laughs> yeah, it's Maggie's. Um, Maggie's, okay, the only one of Maggie, like Maggie is the worst, right? And every single one of her people now is dead except for, um, I, I want to say that guy's name is Ezekiel, and it's not. It might be at, at... I know who you mean, though, but... but... You know the guy who wears the, the guy who wears really a reaper mask. Who's her who's her right hand? God, I want to say Ezekiel. Is it Ephraim? Is it is it Elijah? I know Elijah who you mean. Elijah, Elijah. Yeah. Right. I, um, anyway. Yeah. I mean, maybe. you have a but you yeah. have a good point. But, I was just like, say we go back to that. We've had the conversation before about should they have killed his people? Like, I it just makes me think of that conversation again because I still think that what their group did attacking them in their sleep wasn't necessarily the most more and whether it was, you know, ended up being the right decision or not is neither here nor there. It wasn't necessarily the most moral decision. And from his point of view, they attacked them. And I just thought it was interesting to kind of hear him be like, yeah, you know, you kill our people, my people, <laughs> I should have killed all you. And this wouldn't have happened. Like yeah. he's right in a sense. I mean, he is, but he oh, he's right. You know, I don't know. I just find it interesting. Well, you know, he um, – so, I mean, to your first point about, you know, these two trusting each other, did really – I mean, 
I like the way they're playing it. I mean, so I don't like that Maggie's a total idiot who got all her people killed. And yet, you know, Maggie is still like, we have to get this food and bring it back. How much food can they bring back? There's three of them. They can bring back three backpacks worth of food. Like, go back and get more people. Negan is 100% right. But Maggie is such a bitch uh, and won't listen to anyone. And she won't listen to Negan just because it's coming out of Negan's mouth. Maybe if somebody else said it, right? Um, Yeah. But anyway, um, I like... I like the way it has worked out that they have no choice but to touch, trust each other if they want to stay alive, right? Like, if she wants to live right now, she has to trust Negan to teach her how to be And he a has saved her life quite a few times now, you notice. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's to his advantage to do it, but still, he has saved her life more than once. He has saved her um, life more than once. Correct. Yeah, I don't know. I just find this, this teaching dynamic kind of it interesting of her getting him him getting her to do that um and and i like i, I like know, the way he kept the face is a little weird but <laughs> yeah that is a little creepy and weird right because he also had sex with alpha and that whole thing is really weird yeah, um, was it her face? but that was my question whose face is it supposed to be i think no, it was supposed it, to be hers just, but i didn't know it's the mask it's the mask that he used while he was a whisperer while he was an undercover so whisperer. okay so the there is that, that alpha gave him Okay, that's what I was trying to remember. I like okay. that, you know, I, I thought it was kind of interesting the way, you know, Maggie doesn't accept Negan. I mean, okay, he killed Glenn, but setting that aside, Maggie wasn't around during the time that Negan joined the Whisperers and saved everyone's lives, right? And Maggie, like, yeah. will not give him any credit for, for what he did in the Whisper War, and yet now she is letting Negan teach her how to be a Whisperer because she's never done it before and never seen them. So that was kind of an interesting dynamic also. Um, but, um, I, I, I like their conversation a bit, as you said, because you and I have talked about how, how, as you mentioned, like it was Rick who, Rick and Maggie decided to attack the sanctuary outpost and kill everyone. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I liked how Maggie was like, well, that's different. And Megan's like, really? Cause they had families. And, and Maggie's like, no, they had no children there. And, and Megan's like, really? Then how did? Aaron get greasy. Yeah. Like Negan, right? <laughs> and Maggie's like, yeah. oh, and I tried to talk around it. I thought about that, but yeah. But yeah, like, mean, that's where she came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and Negan's like, oh, you thought I didn't know about that. And then, you know, he, he comes around and says, like, I, I should just kill all of you. Um, because if then, you know, if he killed you, he's right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what Maggie did, right? Maggie and Rick were like, let's kill all of them, and then we can. And, and, you know, Maggie and Rick, and as Eric Kane pointed out in his review this week, because, you know, I love to read Eric Kane. Um, do you remember when Rick first arrived at Alexandria and Rick and Daryl were like, if we have to, we'll take this place over and we'll take it away from them. And, you know, when they were in Woodbury, they tried to, like, take it over and take it away from everyone. And, like, Rick and, Rick and his people were totally open to taking over any place they needed to if it was to their advantage. And they took over the hilltop in the end. Maggie took over the hilltop from Gregory. Granted, he sucked, but... Um, right, but and, when they took over hilltop, they didn't, like, kill the inhabitants of it just because they wouldn't work with them. You know, like, they, I mean, they, it, they it, killed, also the, they killed they the leader. Too. They, they killed the... Yeah. I mean, they... But, I mean, that's... But you see where I'm going, where Rick... Rick and Maggie were not like exactly like these great people who were like, please take us in. Oh, we'll be good members. They're like, we'll take this away. Right. And then, you know, Negan's right. If Negan had killed all of them, he would have no problems right now. He'd still be in charge of the sanctuary. 
Um, mm-hmm. He might still be a total asshole, but he, like, I kind of really, I, I only wish that Negan was a little more like, Maggie, you slaughtered all these people in their sleep unprovoked. Like, Negan had made no attack on Rick and his people at all. Um, so, yeah, I liked it. I, I you know, I, I also like I wish that sometimes he had a little more remorse. Like, I, I mean, I don't want him to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, all, like, you know, mushy or anything. I don't mean that. But, like, he, I wish, like, he would at least, like, I don't know, I, I can't think of the right wording that I want. But be to her, like, yeah, I get why you hate, like, I mean, he's kind of said that, but be like, I get why you hate me, you know, maybe I could. And, and said, I don't know, something about maybe he shouldn't have killed Glenn quite the way he did or something, but. He has, like, no remorse for it. I think he'd do it, which is the point. I mean, he says, yeah, he would have killed all of them instead. So I guess that's the point. But it's like that's yeah. why he'll never be redeemed to me because not that I want him to be redeemed, but he is not – he doesn't have any empathy uh, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I, so I feel like Negan – I feel like Negan – is at least the only character they write who is consistent. And Negan always acts in a way that I expect Negan to act, right? It's not like the rest of the Walking Dead people who do crazy shit because the writers don't know what they're doing. And Negan has always had a code, and and Negan's code included not killing kids, you know, and and Negan very early on had said people are a resource, and I don't really want to kill people unless I have to. Um, and, And he does let on to Maggie that, you know, he did that. He says... There's less to fight over now and less people to fight with. And and Negan did all that before the time jump when there was stuff to fight over, I guess. I'm not saying I agree with him or it's good or that he's redeemed because mm-hmm. I agree with you. He really he really can't be. Um, but well, he's he also consistent. Says, like about what you're willing to do for your people. I, I almost want yeah. him to be like, they're my people now. Like maybe if he even said that, like at this point, yeah. they are my like that. He at least feels good some. Point thing for them you know yeah, that's I guess that's maybe point. where yeah. I'm reaching a little bit like I understand I like that. that he did what he did and he felt that he needed to but it's like he has no he never has and, and again maybe it would be bad if he didn't I don't know but sometimes I think yeah. maybe he should have a little bit of compassion I guess like to understand where Maggie's coming from like if somebody murdered his wife regardless of what the reasoning was he would not be yeah. okay with it you know yeah. so yeah I don't know but, I agree but with you. I, I I, you're, right. Like, you're right. You're right. He is Negan. Negan's Negan. Um, at the same time, if he did, would we be like, they changed, you know, he flipped too much. Yep. So I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, so one last thing. I'm glad they dialed down. So I'm not sure. Like, a lot of people thought they were reading te- sexual tension between Maggie and Negan in the last few episodes. Oh, uh, like, I'm not saying I saw it. I'm saying a lot of commenters on the Internet thought they were reading tension there between them and felt like they were going to jump each other. And and that seems to have been dialed back in this episode. Like, whether the writers intended that or whether it's natural chemistry between the two actors, but that seemed to be dialed a different way. And I certainly didn't read that in this in this episode. And I don't think – I mean, I don't think yeah. it would ever happen. But a lot of – I don't know that a I lot read of that viewers, in another episode either, but – but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying, but yeah, that's not gonna. Yeah. But yeah, they don't need to be friends. You know, they need to work together. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm here. I walk across the room. Yeah. They need to work together. They don't need to be friends. Yes. And no, and knowing where their two storylines go at the end of the season, at the end of the comic series, I'm not sure if the if the if 
the show is going to go there. I mean, I, I think they have to maybe end ultimately in the place Kirkman left them, but I don't know because Kirkman has, has killed, you know, Rick Grimes gets killed at the Commonwealth in the comic books. Um, and he's long dead on this show, right? So who knows what will happen. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll speaking out. of who knows, Daryl and Leah, not in the comic books. Um, speaking of sexual tension, I see none between those I two. I don't see any. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't no. see any. I think, um, yeah. I, I, I've said from the beginning, I think that character is a waste. I, I don't. I don't see them risking all, like, I feel like it's leading up to, and granted, I've seen the finale, whatever's out on AMC, so I've seen further, but um, regardless of what happens, what I'm thinking before I watch, you know, the finale, is that I don't, I think that they're probably leading to, Daryl's going to try to push her with him. What do you mean? He's going to try to get her, he's going to try to, like, you think Daryl on his side. To get That's her to leave Pope and join and join his group. Yeah. Yeah, because I think obviously he was, he was a, not gonna stay with the baddies that long. He's gonna go back to yeah. his group. Now whether or not it's end of the season, middle of the season or, you know, next week, I I don't know. But um yeah, I mean I think that he's gonna eventually leave them and I feel like it's pretty obvious that he thinks that Leah will is still good, you know. And I don't know that yeah. I I buy that because I never really bought their relationship in the first place. Like I don't I don't know I I just don't I don't like her character a whole lot the way they're I, writing I it. So I don't like her. So I I didn't mind her character that much in in the um in the vignette episode where she and Daryl got together. Like I kind of understood that and 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 you know why they were drawn together to sort of loners or whatever. Yeah. What I really don't like about her or understand is her allegiance to Pope. And you and I have talked a lot about, like, who actually follows this guy. Like, there's been a lot of talk about him being some kind of great battlefield leader in Afghanistan. But, like, he treats them all like shit. And, and, and he's clearly crazy. And it's hard for me to understand when Leah says he's been like a father to me. Uh, maybe yeah, she means it. when she was in the army before he was a nut job, but I just don't see him being fatherly to any of them. Um, I also don't see how he got a band of followers when he's so crazy and like he just wants to kill everyone all the time. Like what? Like you know, like mm. he wants to kill. It's not clear still why he wants to kill Maggie and all her people. Like I think Daryl even says like, look, he like he won. He's got Meridian. He's got the food. He's got everything. Why does he want to hunt everyone down and kill them? And Leah's like, oh, what if they come back? Which is a stupid answer. Yeah. Um, no, and then, the one. That's what I was trying to say. This is the one where they find that family. Yes, they find that family. Okay. And, well, that's my point. And, like, after she does that and she lets them live, I'm like, well, she lets two of them live. I, I feel like they're leading to where Daryl's going to be like, well, she's not completely bad. But I just don't. Oh, yeah. he was absolutely so, going to. At, at the end of that scene, you, now you've watched the head, you might not recall, but at the end of that scene, he says, Leah, I have to tell you something. And that, right then, Pope comes on the radio. And it's like, you have to come back. Right, right. No, no, I'm saying I think that he thinks that Leah can be with him. Like, that she yes, will yes. go he, off yes, and he was, I just don't buy that. I don't he was going to tell her the truth, I don't right? Know, yeah, and I'm not saying... I mean, there's two ways to look, to look at it. I don't think it's going to go well. That's my opinion. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's necessarily Agreed. that Daryl's naive. I just don't think 
it's oh yes, I think he is written that it's going to end up that way. I guess is the way I'm saying. Like I don't know. Like I feel like he has no reason to trust. Is how kind of how I feel. Just yes. because she spared some innocent people. Like you know, people yes. can be with crazy people, and she can spare people's lives, but yet she's chasing after you know Maggie's people and killing them for no reason. So just because she spared a kid doesn't make her. I mean, like you said, Nikon didn't kill kids. It didn't mean he was yep. okay. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with you, and it could be a fake-out. It could be that Daryl wasn't going to say, Lee, I tell you the truth, I've been faking it, I want you to come away with me. Um, I mean, yeah. it does seem, on the one hand, that seems to be a tech, a poor tactical maneuver, and you wouldn't think Daryl would yeah. be that dumb. And on the other hand, well, but just Darryl said, this, this show, this show, right? I mean, so Daryl. No, Daryl, I don't agree with, I mean, I think Daryl really sees the, from having an abusive childhood really has learned to not trust and to see the bad in people. And, you know, I I think that, I I think. I feel like he wants to see the good in her though, because of what they had before. I think for Daryl to make that kind of blunder would be the writers writing him to do something dumb because they want him to do something dumb. I don't, right. right? If Daryl, if Daryl were to confess to her right there, I think that would be the writers and not really Daryl. Um, but and it could be a fake out also. It, could, it was the very last line, so maybe they were just trying to make us think Daryl's going to tell her and really was going to say, I don't know. I mean, Daryl's been pretty, you know, it's kind of cool how he's got them out on, they're on patrol all the time looking for Maggie's people because Daryl told them there are like 30 of them, and there's actually like five, right? <laughs> and, I mean, Daryl's well, got them running around. For and the most part, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I guess, I'm, well, I don't, like Leah so much. I don't, I mean, I like the actress. I liked her in that other episode. I really don't need, they need to be killing people, not adding people this late in the game. Right. Um, Yeah. So, uh, and and I really want them to, so we, we left off with, with Maggie and Negan forming a herd to try to storm Meridian. Um, I had a lot of, that part I had some problems with, like, where they're getting all these zombies from. And, like, remember when they go and they knock on that door and all these zombies come out? Like, how did they know they were in there? Um, but anyway, they're putting together an army to storm Meridian. I think it's pretty smart, though. I mean... It's, it's pretty smart, but I think they need more humans. They only have three humans to do the real killing. And, and they right. don't... They know, but they know now that Daryl's on the inside. Right, right, but I'm also saying, like, you're right, they only have three humans, but here's my question. From their point of view, they don't know how many of them are human when they figure it, because eventually, obviously, I think they're going to figure it out. But, I mean, they, they don't know how many of them are people. There's no way to know because they're behind, at least from, unless they're, like, you know, right up on right. them to know which ones are right. human but and which ones are Right, but they all have guns, and you need more than three humans to take out, like, those zombies alone are not going to take out all those pokes people. You need more humans to help formulate a coherent plan. Were they plan going to and kill they... them, though, or are they just going for the food? I took it partially that they're just going to sneak in and get the food. They have to kill them Maybe to I get the food. the food. Right, but I mean, up. I think their plan, even though it's a dumb plan, I think their plan is to sneak in and get the food. At least that's how I feel. Well, well I don't think that. All right, either way, it's a bad plan. Both versions are a bad yeah, plan. No, yeah, it's still a bad plan. So, I'm, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just saying it's smart right. to dress as the walkers, but yeah. yeah, I don't think that it's going to go perfectly for them. 
But anyway, yeah. that episode is, is up on AMC Plus. So people, you can go watch it. People can go watch it. That's neither here nor there. But yep. Okay. Uh, but we'll talk about that next week. What happens? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for that one. Unless you have more to add. Nope. We, I think we should hop on to World Beyond premiered this week, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, two of the four interviews are up, and I did talk to um, Aaliyah. I have our video interview I, I put up, too, um, where we talked about about the show. I, I don't know. I, I feel like for a premiere, it wasn't – it was kind of boring. I hate to – I mean, I, I hate to admit it, but, like, not a whole lot. I mean, I think, like, the ending was good, the ending of the episode – but, like, I I don't know. I feel like not a whole lot happened. Maybe it's because we already knew where they were headed with hope and, like, what was kind of ha- going to happen. I don't know. What did, yeah. what did you think? I just didn't think it was all that exciting. Um, I thought, yeah. So for a show that is only two seasons and now, you know, needs to move quickly to the finale, I mean, I think they did sort of gloss over a lot of stuff. I think they don't have a choice. Um, and so we had some exposition and some, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, so not a lot happened, but you had to like, you had, they had, they had to reset this season. I feel like last season was supposed to be some sort of like thing about like how, sheltered kids are coming of age when they learn when they go out into the world or whatever and then this episode was interesting to me because it, it saw we saw hope and iris um you know it, more so iris as as a fully formed like zombie fighting adult kind of right it was it was interesting to me where you know so the whole part where um julia ormond's character elizabeth is like testing hope by like making her like go off, leaving her by herself for a whole night, and making her like call for help. Um, yeah, it was yeah. it was a little boring and a little too long and a little unnecessary. Um, and I, I'm not sure like like I I don't need to believe like I know Elizabeth is a manipulative person who is a jerk to both her daughter and to everyone else, and I'm not sure I needed all that time taken up by. And you know I always hear yeah. those hallucinations. And hope hits her yeah. head, and she's like hallucinating, oh, yeah. and she be you know, crazy I thought, girl. I gotta be honest. I wondered, and again, this is just because it's bad writing, but I kept thinking that can't just be from hitting her head. Maybe she poisoned her and gave her some kind of hallucinogen. I kept hoping it was gonna have something a little more than she hit her head and suddenly is hallucinating. But it's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking yeah. that. But but I mean, I, I think the whole point was just that she had to make the choice for herself. But I agree we didn't need the whole episode to tell us that. Because you know in the end who's going to do that. I mean, she's got nowhere to go. How is she supposed to find her way back to her sister if she actually allowed her to leave and didn't kill her? Which you know if she tried to leave, she tried to kill her anyway. But she um, didn't really make the choice. Because in the end she tells Huck, look, I, don't, I, just, I didn't want to die. I don't really buy this. Which I think was very stupid. Like, why would you tell Huck that? Right? Because um, people always tell their plans. <laughs> That's yeah, how she yeah, Yes. True. True, people always tell their plans, and she did. And and why she she has been very clear that she doesn't trust Huck and never will again. And she's like, then she's like, oh, by the way, I lied. I was like, what? Why would you say that? And in contrast, her sister Iris, um, I felt that she acted in ways that she shouldn't either. Because like, I, I mean, I kind of really 
I mean, so uh, Felix is my least favorite character. Um, and he always has been because I don't know that he, maybe it's the actor. He just doesn't like gel with me. Um, not to say he's a girl. I just, I don't know. But Iris is much more of a, of, of a, of a person who is, who is thinking strategically and, and, you know, she translates all those codes and she's equally brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess this was a little bit of a juxtaposition of where, where, Hope is the chosen one, but Iris is maybe just as smart. But in the end, Iris does this ridiculous thing where she sneaks out at night to go kill serum soldiers. And part of the premise of the show is that they're inexperienced children, and yet she's like, not only can she yeah, kill I know. now, she, she can kill, like, basically special forces people, right? Like, she kills, yeah, like, this basically of, a special forces guy. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure of, of the leap that she goes from not even being able to kill a walker to she can kill a person and it doesn't – well, wait, I don't want to go too far. Um, I, but it doesn't seem I, to bother I, I, her no, at all. Like, but the thing is like, – well, we don't really know yet all of what happens. But the thing yeah. is is that I, I feel like she doesn't really and, – and this is kind of what I asked her too, like, and she really couldn't tell me a whole lot of anything. But um, I, I question that, like, she thinks that the CRM killed her people. And she's right. But yes. I, I feel like to go from thinking that they killed this huge group of people to actually killing somebody when you don't have any proof, like, I don't know that she's okay with that. It, I, it was a little bit of a leap for me. I mean, I think it was cool, and I like that she took charge. I like that she's like, oh, you know, she's going to do what she needs to do and that she killed him. But I, I just, I don't know. It was a little, it was a little bit of a jump for me. It was. I'm also, but, like, very confused about this whole thing. I know you probably have watched ahead, but this business yeah, about how, how Elizabeth says, listen, um, I'm sorry Omaha was destroyed, but there are now massive herds wandering all across the country, and we can't control them. Which and we've never wandered seen. In, which we've never seen yeah, in I don't any know. of the shows. Yeah, and no, also, but, but like, wait, 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 let me finish. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that is not what happened to the campus colony. Elizabeth mowed it down with CRM troops, right, and blew the whole place up. That's an outright lie. Well, yeah, they, right? they showed at the beginning of the episode they blew that place to let – well, I think I think it was my understanding that they let the herds merge by doing that, but it was still their doing to kill them all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if they, if they killed them all or a lot of it was walkers. I think they let the walkers in. At least that's how I took it. It was a little confusing because they had that flashback. Like, I was trying to understand who – that one guy was that I thought maybe it was the one with Will, but I wasn't even sure. So that they yeah. showed him the I mean, not that it mattered um, because obviously right. in the end, whoever was with Will was, did not make it. So I assume, so I have, it doesn't really matter one way or the other, but I, I, I don't know. I was a little confused when I seen that at first, trying to understand exactly what they did. But I think the, the point of the matter is they killed them all and whether, how and why would really irrelevant. Yeah. I just, um, but, but we, yeah, the I fact mean, that we haven't seen huge herds to that extent on the other like shows. Like mega herds like that, yeah. It's a little surprising. Um, but this is also ties into the whole fact of that I think it makes no sense that there can be a nuclear explosion that doesn't affect the other shows either. So, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, and given that the CRM is – I mean, the CRM is headquartered in Albany, and and they destroyed both Portland and Omaha. So, first of all, 
you're trying to save the world, but you've killed hundreds of thousands of humans now. I don't really get why, right? Like they killed. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you know, as long as their group has what they need, they're good, and they're going to kill everybody else so they can survive. I mean, to some but extent, no you point. want to repopulate. I don't understand. Like, like at least the crazy people, like they're crazy. Like they try to make it like she's supposed to be cat. And granted, I think she's doing what she's being made to do. But they make it like their ideas of what they're doing are calculated and are done on purpose, but they don't yeah. really make sense to me. But I don't you, understand. If you it. live in all, if we live in Albany with our fifty thousand, how are fifty thousand people in Omaha a threat? I don't know. But but where I was really going with that is if they're in Albany and the campus colony was in Omaha, and and by the way, we saw them arrive in helicopters, and I'm pretty sure a helicopter cannot fly from Albany to Omaha without multiple refueling. But whatever. Um, uh, they must certainly be aware of the Commonwealth existing in Ohio, right? And, mm-hmm. and well, they not see. I kind of assume maybe I'm wrong then, and I'm, that's just my guess. I kind of assumed that the Commonwealth is maybe some way connected to them, but I guess that's just my, I guess I idea. Then not that they've actually said that because nothing has happened that would make me think that, other than I just think that, but. Um, I kind of assume that they're that big of groups that they have to somehow know of each other. It doesn't make sense they don't. Maybe that's why. But Yes. And yeah. to your point, which actually, I'd never thought of, but certainly the serum could detect multiple nuclear explosions in Texas. Should be some, although, although, granted, Fear the Walking Dead is several years behind Walking Dead and World Beyond. Fear has not made the time jump yet. Is it still? See, that I, I am always yeah. lost with where the timelines yeah. match up. So I didn't no time jump on Fear. Yeah. Okay, well, if they're still behind, then okay. Well, yeah, but if they're behind, that means it should have already affected them then. If they're behind and not yeah. ahead. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not even going to try to figure it out. Um, anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. that's really I all there. So this the show, I think that the other show was better. The regular show yeah. was a lot better than this yeah. one. I mean, we, so we also had the Will and Felix reunion. Which you know is nice, but it didn't really. Um, I'm so after. I didn't really care because after only one season, I'm not invested in Felix that much yet, and after only just meeting Will for one episode, I'm not that invested in Will. So while it was nice to see a character reunite with the person they love, it's not a thing that I necessarily like. I'm not shipping them. Needed, I don't yeah. really care about that. Um, I'm interested in Will because he was inside the common inside the serum and he can maybe help them like do whatever. Um, and like ultimately, this is supposed to lead to Rick Grimes and the Rick Grimes movies, right? Um, yeah. And so, which I don't really believe ever going to happen. And I think I don't know. I, th- I tried to ask about that and the connection because I don't know. Well, Have you seen the the trailer of who's coming in this? I don't yes, know if we talked Jadis, about that. Jadis is coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I couldn't get. I, feel, I tried to get information. I feel about <laughs> the Rick Grimes. Feel about the Rick Grimes movies. The way AJ and I talked about House of the Dragon. Like it's been so long since Game of Thrones and all the and the books and the shows that like who cares, right? Like the longer Rick Grimes is is like dead and invisible, the the well, less people yeah. care. Yeah. I think to pull him off of the show specifically to make movies when the movies were that far away is dumb. Now, granted they probably are taking a lot longer to get made because of COVID. Nobody knew that was going to happen. But, I, I mean, it was like they took them off specific. I, I feel like they took them off specifically for that purpose. 
which is what to me makes it stupid. Like if they had left them on the show and then it led into the movies at the end of the series, then it, to me that makes more sense and people would want to see it. But to, to move them off specifically to that purpose and have them never show up anywhere, it just doesn't make a lot of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kind of at the point I'm over. I mean, I enjoy the shows for what they are. They're not must-see TV. They're not the, the best, smartest yeah. written shows. But, I mean, they're still yeah. fun for the most part. But sometimes we hate watch, and it just – they need to, to have better writing. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know how the three – if the three series and how the three series are going to connect. I hope that they have more connection this year. Um I mean, I kind of felt before, like, with World Beyond, that it was touted as going to be the one that sort of bridged it. And, and not that that was mm-hmm. outright said, but that was kind of the opinion that I got from the way things work, but it hasn't seemed to have been. I mean, we've gotten some big chunks, but there's still not enough um, crossover. And then there's going to be that other show that's what, like, more of like an anthology-type Walking Dead that's coming, too, so... Well, the Daryl and Carol, yeah. So no, but there's also anyway, there's also going to be yes, there's another one, yeah. Just, like yeah. separate from that, yeah. So we should probably um, move on from this. I guess we probably discussed it at length because not that much happened. But before we do, I wanted to tell you that I have watched the first two episodes of Black Summer. Oh, um, I still haven't watched that. I haven't had a chance. Well, you watched so, season two or the. No, one. first two episodes of season one. You watched season one, right? Yes, but I don't remember a lot of it, to be honest. I remember I liked so, it for what it was, so what I, but I don't remember. What I have to say, I mean, I mentioned because it's a zombie show, right? And I think AJ has yeah. watched it. And I would say about the show that I only watched it because I had nothing to watch. Because I, I, had, I know that this show is supposedly set in the Z Nation universe. And I yeah, would, it's nothing like you know, well, and you know, well, let me, yeah, you know, I didn't like Z Nation, and I was disappointed in it, and I don't know why I turned this on. This is completely different in tone, and it's so, I mean, in the first two episodes, it is so bleak, and so mm-hmm. dark, and so um, sad a picture of how humans react when, whoa, when whoa, society sorry. falls. I didn't know myself. Did you just knock that. over a pile of Legos or something? Like. <laughs> I know, I had my phone, and it it went on an ad, and it popped up. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Sounded like some. Um, the first two episodes, I thought, were very tense and very scary. I I think, you know, AJ probably was as skeptical as I was about being related. I don't actually see how it's in the Z Nation universe, um, although well, the zombies are. how Black Summer started. I mean, the zombies are. Black Summer a lot. The zombies are. Fast. Oh, they do. They reference Black Summer being that first summer when the zombies first appeared. Yeah. Um, these zombies are 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 mindless, but very fast and ravenous. And I so I think it, the first two episodes I thought were pretty good. I'm gonna watch the rest of it. And I think that people who who like don't let the association with Z Nation make you think that it's a lighthearted. Not that Z Nation was no, very lighthearted, not. but it was. It had that that sci-fi channel like, lighter, sometimes comedic bent the Nation did. And Black Summer is not that show. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, just want to tell you. Yeah, it's all white TV nation. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's definitely, good. if you're going so in there expecting good. for a prequel, don't, don't. Well, I love, I mean, it I is love a prequel, that, but it's nothing like I love it. that they have, they have a deaf guy. They have a woman who doesn't speak English. Like, they have some really interesting kind of characters on it. Um, and it's, it's pretty, it's pretty bleak. Like, um, yeah. like people, their loved one dies and they get up and run because there's that, you know, it made me think of, you know, in the first season of Walking Dead, when Andrea's sister, whose name I forget, but when Andrea's sister gets bitten and it takes her hours and hours to die, to ch- she dies and Andrea sits and holds her hand all night long for like eight or nine hours until she changes. Um, and mm-hmm. Black Summer, your loved one gets shot, and you're like, you're like, I'm sorry, I love you, I gotta go, and you get up and you run away because they're gonna be a zombie in <laughs> one minute, <laughs> and there's yeah. no like, there's no saying goodbye, and that's the show that this is. So it's pretty good. So I don't want to dwell on it, but I I liked it. I'm gonna keep watching it. Good, good. Yeah, I I need to watch season two. I just I have so much to watch. I haven't had any time to get there, so. All right, so let's, I All guess right. we're an hour in, so let's move it along to, what do you want to talk about next? Well, let's talk about Roswell. Oh, let's get it over with. This episode was so bad, I'm sorry. There, I'm just watching this, and it, oh, I don't know. The, now that they're, it's like they went through this whole thing, and I, and we don't need to talk, we talk about the the end before the beginning, but it's just, it seems like they went through all this, and then at the end, they like screwed the whole thing up. Um, the whole plan they had, which was kind of annoying because I thought they were going to, you know, fix it. And I granted, I know there's two episodes left. I didn't expect it to like end, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there were certain things in here that that were okay. Most of them, not so much. Like I, I like that um, Michael, and and again, you were, you know, usually Michael's one of the ones we're talking about, the good character. I liked that Michael is like able to do other things and he's admitting it. I liked the conversation he had with his, whatever you want to call him, not adoptive father, but you know what I mean? And, And I thought that too, where he's like yelling at him, like, you know, you can use your powers. It doesn't mean you're going to be anything like him. And that, you know, he was afraid to tell them and they're like, you're not him. So, I mean, I liked that part. But that was kind of, in between, there was a whole bunch of convoluted crap about the science and, and trying to fix it. And, and I guess the plan was that Heath was going to swap them and then they would have him locked in the cave. Like, that might have worked if, if the whole thing had worked. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, the, the, I didn't mind the conversations with the new guy and Max about Max dying. I mean, it, it wasn't unexpected. I didn't feel like, oh, boo-hoo, you know, for Max. I didn't care but I mm-hmm. really don't about Max I didn't mind the conversations but I, I don't know I don't mind the, I don't even know it's bad I don't know his name Dallas I don't mind Dallas I like Dallas I mean I don't know that I need a whole new character I don't need a new main alien on the show but for what he is I like him I like how he's struggling a little bit with his faith and and how he's you know trying to decide what to do but that and then there was some scenes that were good with Rosa and that that other guy, but, but most of the rest in between was kind of a bunch of crap, um, in my opinion, because it, it this show, I, I feel like a lot of times this show, and I know before when we've watched shows, I'm like, oh, I like when they have all this stuff going on, but I always feel like this show would be a lot better if they simplified it, 
there's just they make everything so complicated to get from point A to point C. They put, you know, ten different things in the middle that they don't need to do. And to me, that's a lot of times uh, yeah. it just gets bogged down with all this crap. Well, and, and I mean, I totally agree with you, and I think that's also why this show every week has so much exposition and like so many characters just explaining and explaining and explaining shit that they're that they're glossing over because so much is jammed in. Like I felt like the whole first ten minutes of the episode was Dallas like explaining everything that happened between him and his father and the war and this and that because he's a brand new character out of nowhere that had like they're just making it up, right? And they just jammed it in yeah. there and I was like like I, I agree with you, I have nothing against him, but why do we even have him? Yeah, I like him, but that's what I'm saying. It's bad that he's the one I'm, like, saying I like him and I don't like the main characters. But um, mm-hmm. the thing I don't get, to me, that, that is just the glaringly obvious thing is, you know, they're like, if I help him, he'll let me save Max and that after. I don't understand why they can't just come to an agreement that they save both of them because regardless of whether they kill, which you know they're going to kill Jones in the end or capture him or whatever. But the fact of the matter is if they get both of them in a body and they separate the bodies and they save them, neither one of them is going to be dying. So they could move yeah. on. You know what I mean? Like it, it's this big, like the fight over the body. If they just save both of them, what difference does it make? Like, I don't understand yeah. why it's this big deal. Like he has to take Max's body because he needs Max's body. If they save both of them, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. And it makes so much more sense to me that way. And yeah, I get they're not, but I just, that's what I wanted to say the whole time. I kept thinking, why don't you just agree that you'll save him if he lets you save Max and do it both, you know, I don't know. It, it just, it just always seems to me that this show, they make it so much more complicated like it need, than it needs to be. Like now there's this thing with, they need the, they have flowers that, like they met, I mean, the flowers were in the show before, but like they had this whole long thing about the, the science and the formula, and now they have to make grow these flowers. And it's just like, it's just more well, and more yeah. added on top and, of and, it. Yeah. More and, and more new and, plot points we don't need. Yep. And Jones is like, oh, by the way, the flowers have something sort of like stem cells that we need. And then at the end, Liz is like, oh, when they die, it forms a flower. And I'm like, wait, he never actually said that, right? Like, he, like I'm like, what is with these flowers? I totally agree with you. Um, they, they like jump. That's a totally they, new logic. thing. There's lots of jumps a, in logic. Yep, that's a totally new thing we're kind of stuck with now. Um, and, I mean, I just, I mean, I, I complain every week that I don't like Jones and I don't like the way the actor, okay, I don't want to, I don't, I like, I don't like to criticize actors because I'm not an actress and I'm not good at it, but I, I don't like the way he's playing Jones or I don't like the way he's being directed mm. to play Jones. Like, Jones he's so smarmy and so and he speaks in a way that people don't speak you're supposed to not like Jones but sometimes when characters are written certain ways like you want to not like them like you want to hate like them you know what I mean not not like them in the sense that you just want them to get off the screen yes and yes I really don't feel like that's the actor's fault I feel like that is the writing and the directing and and something that they and I, I feel like the part of the problem is I feel like they've written themselves into a hole with the storyline, but they just keep digging a yep. deeper hole. Like just yep. resolve it and get over it and move on. Yep. And then like it'll some be of the great, you're right. Like the great villains of television, you hate them, but they're compelling when they're on screen and you want to watch them. Right. That's what and I said. This, you just want him to be done yep. and gone. 
Yep, I yeah. hate Jones. And and I, I gotta tell you, I really hated that ep- that scene where he gets all dressed up and he invites Liz to brunch and makes her put on a dress and all that stuff. I I that hate that. Well, I hate it partly because we've seen it in so many other shows, and and for starters, we saw it when when Henry Gale made Kate wear the dress for brunch when he tells her everything about the others, right? And he and he tried to lure yeah, her to do what he so wants. Much better. <laughs> but yes, yeah. but I'm just saying we've seen it. That's the first thing I thought of. I've oh, seen yeah. it many times in many episodes. I also really don't like every time I see that happen. I don't like a man putting a woman in that vaguely sexual, vaguely vulnerable, like, like it's not a date. Like why do yeah. male villains do that thing where you get dressed up and have a meal like it's a date and it, it's, it's, it's so usually like, they're threatening on a different to, level. Right, but I feel like usually they're doing it trying to make the girl like them. Like he isn't doing oh, no, it for that no, no, no. reason, which is, I, which is why mm-hmm. it's even less sense. I disagree. Because I disagree so much, Jamie. I think they're no, always trying to establish dominance. Are. Well, it's a power play. I think they're still. trying to establish dominance. She's wearing a short skirt. She's got her, I mean, she's like just that dress is more exposed. Like it's just a, I feel like it's putting it in a, in a vague, I don't know. It always makes me uncomfortable that it's got some sort of like vaguely, I don't know, like dominant I guess, I guess what I'm saying going is on. I don't feel like he is, Inter- I mean, I guess that's not the point of the scene, but I'm just saying too. Like, he's not even necessarily interested in her. It's just done. For of course not. To be pissy, like there's no. It's done to no establish. Don- it's done. It's done to make her to uh, to to make her make in her a vulnerable weak. position. Yeah. Yes, to make her feel weak. Yes, Jamie. Yes, you articulated what I'm getting at. It's done to make the woman feel weak. Uh, Henry Gale was trying to make Kate feel weak. Um, it's always kind of about that. And, and it's not original. We've seen it so many times, and I'm just like, can this show, like, oh, my God, Jones is the worst. So I, yeah. Um, I, there's, you know, there's, meanwhile, while Liz is being, I don't know, there's part of the episode where, where they have accelerated very quickly to make Isabel, to empower Isabel and Michael very much in these recent episodes, Right, especially Isabel. Isabel's become very empowered and very more with her powers and very more talented, and that's great. And Michael was finally, um, you know, a little more able to embrace his powers. I was interested in that. So the, all those Harry Potter references were hilarious. When that guy from the junkyard, yeah. his name I can't remember because I don't care, was like, you know, yeah, some of old Martin Harry. But it was funny to me because. I always thought that guy was just another human guy who was Michael's, you know, a guy who was nice to Michael or whatever, um, and and he, that Michael told him that he was an alien, and he told, he's 100% in on it. And I thought Michael had read him in on it, but the way he talked, it was like, I've been here guarding you for your whole life. I'm like, wait, is he an alien also? Because I'm not really sure what's going on here. Yeah, I thought, um, that's the other thing, too. Now that you said that, I hadn't even thought about, I like the scene, I like the scene, but I hadn't even thought through. He just recently found out, didn't he? I think so, and, and but it yeah, make like, it like whole no life. It's like your but whole yeah, life, I've been keeping an eye on you and helping you. I'm like, wait a minute, what? What? I don't. Yeah, even, yeah. That's another one of the, the things where they thing just, is, it just doesn't make sense. I, I like so the, the, the scene, but it wasn't really relevant. I didn't even think of that yeah. until you said that. Now I'm like, that makes even less sense than it did when I watched it. 
Um, yeah. and, and then there's the crap with the sheriff who is just kind of <sighs> in the way. Like, okay, I like that he's, that Michael was able to like, you know, control her somewhat as well and help. But the thing that confused me, and again, this is how this show just takes leaps in logic and doesn't explain things. I know that he could like get in their head and stuff, but the fact that he was being Max, but also, well, not being Max, but, you know, looking like Max, but also controlling her and doing both at once to me made no sense. Like, why is he able to control her and have her be doing something at the same time he is and not be. I know. He's like, so it's, super it's, it's powerful. Like he would now. have to be doing two things at once. It just didn't make sense. I thought at first, yeah. and, and this made even less sense, at least they didn't do this. I thought at first they were saying that he like went into her body too. And then it's like, no, I realized they meant he just went into her mind, but it's like, how is he controlling her mind and also doing stuff with Liz at the same time? It just doesn't. Yeah. I know. Well, and, also, and then the ending like, makes me think they're going in an even worse direction. So. Well, I'm a, li- I'm a little like, why even have, like, I'm a little, so I'm irritated at all these new characters. Like, like we had the sheriff being positioned as this, like, you know, this sort of, like, populist and pro-racist kind of person in the beginning, right, when we had all that racism storyline in the beginning, which was kind of interesting, actually. Um and then now she's controlled it. And I just feel like really they could have had Max control anyone to have a gun. Couldn't they have Maria show up with a gun or Kyle or, or Alex or like, like the sheriff, I guess cause she was on site and she was shot, but you know, the sheriff is like, I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like who cares? Like who cares about her? I, I, I it's another, so many new characters being added this year. And like that bothers me. The sheriff bothered me. I don't really care if she dies. Like, like, for Liz to be like, take her to the hospital and whatever, like, whatever, who cares if she dies? Like, can we get yeah, rid like of Yeah, like, maybe if they had kept, like, maybe if they had kept Kyle's mother as, like, the sheriff and had her be, like, all yeah. nosy again. Like, at least that would have been more relevant Thank you. if we cared a little more. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So yeah. all of it was a little, that's yeah. Part of the, that's um, part of the problem with this episode. There was no Alex and Kyle. That's why this episode sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're so at the Rose end. Blue, Rosalinda, whatever the hell her name is now, she was in there, which was good, and I enjoyed the scenes with her. But yeah, there I was enjoyed a lot the of scenes with Rosa. Color. Like I feel like Rosa struggling with like her powers and deal with aliens and being who she is. Like I get all that. I, I kind of really even don't mind her little sort of. Is it a friendship? Is it a romance with the formerly racist Wyatt? His name is Wyatt, I think, right, or Wilson, or yeah. whatever. Um, no, like no. I, I actually didn't even mind that this week, which surprised me because, you know, I'm, I'm not a shipper and, I, and I'm, but I kind of, I think they're cute. I think she, I actually, I like them better than I like Max and Liz. Like, like, yeah. right? Like, would agree with she's that. Keeping this, yeah. She's keeping this little secret from him that she minds like that, about his memory being lost and that, but I yeah. like them better than I like Max and Liz. Um, yeah. I would agree with that. They so the so the I, ending. I, I don't like know the why ending. Max and Liz is. Uh, the, I, what, I say that every horrible? time, but I think that I think the fact that that you don't like Max and Liz's relationship is like one of the biggest problems of the show because Max and Liz is who you're supposed to root for, and I really don't care. It's so dysfunctional and so horrible and rather, bad for each other. And it surprises me every time I say this, but I would rather see Alex and Michael. Like at least they're a little believable. Compared to you know, 
Liz and, and Matt, I just don't, and I don't know. Sometimes I think it's because I like the original. Other times I think it's just because this is written really horribly. But, uh, yeah. you know. I don't really love that the idea that two characters who are so bad for each other, we should be rooting for them to overcome it. Like, they're so toxic together. Yeah. I mean, that's true yeah. of a lot of shows, but you still want them to be together. Like, I really don't care. Like, I don't think that... Yeah them being together or not being together is like important to the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Like it was better last season. I didn't, I didn't yeah. dislike their relationship before. Now I just really don't care one way or another, um, which is bad, but that's, yeah. All I think right. a lot of that well, comes down to the writing. Okay. So. All right. Let's move on from it because it's horrible. And we have stuff oh, to well, do. Wait, let's yeah. talk about the, wait, first I do want to talk about the, what about the ending? Now he's got them all inside his mind. That's what I said. Like, they went through this whole thing oh and, like, plan, and things were going okay, and now it's like, we have two episodes left, so we have to find a way to screw it up and do something else stupid. That's what I felt like. I was like, yeah. really? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I also felt like suddenly, like, when it suits the show, they give him an amazing superpower, right? They're like, oh, guess what? We need to end it. Let's make him be able like, yeah, he couldn't They're even all stay in Maria and control her, but now he can control all of them at once. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's and they're all going to be sitting at this table together, which also bothers me because how many hallucinations have we seen where it's an entire group of people sitting at, like, a Thanksgiving dinner together? I've seen that in so many shows, right? I just felt mm-hmm. like it was unoriginal and a new, like, they just escalate his power every time, and I'm kind of done with the mindscape. Now it's going to be on it's going to be on Izzy, Isabel, but I think that we're supposed to see Michael like really explode his superpowers. Probably, I don't know the whole. Yeah, it was really bothersome yeah. and annoying. Yep. Yeah. Agree with you. Agree. Yeah. All right, let's move along. I, I just want to do her. Okay. Um, I think that's it that I've seen because I didn't see what if I didn't get, we've lost our Wi-Fi for so long. I didn't um, did not get, was not able to even get to that point. So um, I'm sorry about that. I do want to watch. That's okay. That's not your fault. I still have to go see. I have not even seen that movie yet. I still want to see the Marvel movie. I'm getting my shot crowded out. And then I'm going to go. To, well, I can't go to the police until after, but <laughs> yeah, the vaccine. I still haven't had my vaccine. It's my vaccine this weekend. Oh, all right. Good. I'm so glad you're going to do that. Yep. Uh, and then you can get yeah, out and about the All right. Seen, I don't think I've seen anything. I mean, I've seen things, but not that I can talk about these things. So, um, but like I said, you know, people can look at the interviews, watch Twitter, send me questions, go to scifivision.com, all that jazz. And uh, next, is it next week Gary's coming? I want to say next week. Is that what I said? It is. My yeah. brain is It's next week, yep. Here Gary is. will be here next week. Gary Morganstein will be yeah, here next, next week. Yeah, next week. Okay, Gary Morganstein will come next week to talk about black and white cookies. So people okay. need to tune in for that as well. Okay, well, um, and I was going to say, is Fear the Walking Dead, that's not next week. That's the week after. I think I that's think. the week after. I think it's October 17th, yeah, the next week. Yeah, well, I just know presses this week, but it's for not a while yet. It's for a while later, mm-hmm. so. Okay, well, have fun, guys. I will hopefully get a chance to watch What If pretty soon. Our, our Wi-Fi is back if it stays in. Our router, I think <laughs> there's something wrong with the um, the cord going into the router. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it stays. 
Okay. Good luck with that. All right. Well, have a good night. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, Take guys. Take care, Jamie. Have a good week. Have a good night, Jamie. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, AJ. So like let me tell you. Yeah? If I had to watch three Walking Dead shows, I'd probably pull my hair out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You heard us talking about it, right? I'm really I heard enough, yeah. To, yeah. I'm looking forward to them ending. Um, and I'm not at all looking forward to the Rick Grimes movie, which is kind of sad, right? But you know what the sad thing is? They're ending, but they're not. Because as soon as The Walking Dead ends, then they've got the Carol and Daryl show. Yeah. Yeah. So is it really ending? No. Well, no, because they're going to milk it as long as they can to make as much money as they can. Yeah. And I think that I think I think that you know I mean you know how we we all know that Scott Gimple is the worst person in the world and that he's just trying to continue to extract blood from the stone and just wreak every drop out of this intellectual property till it is ruined. Um, Gimple should have stuck to writing because he did back when he was just a writer he did write some of the best episodes. He did. He wrote some good episodes. But he's not a good showrunner and not a good creative director. No. Or whatever it is now, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, Agents so, or whatever. Oh, and so, and so Black Summer. You haven't watched Black Summer, right? You should watch it. I, I did watch Black Summer. I didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. I watched, like, the, maybe the first three or four episodes, and I was just like, this is boring. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was pretty – I thought it was kind of, like, tense for the first Yeah, episode, I got but... bored. I think I got like four episodes in and I was just like, this is boring. And I didn't, it's funny because I didn't even know that it was connected to World War, or not World War, um, what was the stupid, what was the comical zombie show on, on sci-fi there? Z Nation. Yeah, it's connected to Z Nation. Z-Nation. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't either because it's much better, but... Anyway, all right, if you didn't enjoy it, then, then that's a red flag for me. It's a red flag for me, so we'll see. Well, you might. I mean, you like, you know, we don't always like the same stuff. Yeah. Just usually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. So what do you want to talk so, about? Uh, what if or AHS? Let's talk about what if first, um, which was a very right. kind of, I thought this episode was really good in a lot of ways, but was really cuckoo in a couple of ways. And, um, you know, I, I, so what if Ultron had won is the title of the episode, right? And I'm not sure what I was getting in. What, I don't know what I expected when I watched it. Um, I mean, basically what happens was Ultron destroys the entire universe. And then, I mean, one of the weak parts was where he, like, suddenly becomes aware of the Watcher somehow. Um, and then he, he learns of the multiverse and he destroys the multiverse also. Um, that's kind of interesting because like Marvel is like digging in hard to the multiverse lately. Um, I kind of, you know, I think I want to talk to you about that. I did like that it was mostly Natasha and Hawkeye. I liked that they didn't. So last week's episode had a ton of characters in it, right? And I think maybe I feel like this show is doing better when they have only a few Marvel characters in it. I mean, Doctor Strange was in it also, but 
we didn't have like everyone showing up and I thought that helped the story a little bit. Um, and I thought it looked great. Like I, I felt the same way every time I see, I think they're doing such a good job, particularly with, with Natasha. Like Natasha's fight scenes are really well animated. Whoever's drawing her is doing a really good job. Um, and I liked, I mean, I, I liked the look of it. Um, and I, I mean, I'd like to maybe hear what you have to say about the Watcher and what this means in terms of the comic books and what it might mean in terms of the future of the, like, I feel like these what if episodes are so probably tied into what we might see in films in the future, but I'm not really sure. So I liked it. Um, this is the, this is the last episode, the second to last episode. No, it was the eighth, um, yeah, it was the eighth episode. The finale, the finale is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, and you know what? I didn't hate Ultron. Like, I didn't hate, I hate Ultron so much in the movie. He's one of my, it's one of my least favorite movies um, with all that Sokovia baloney and Ultron are just the worst. And I felt like animated Ultron is a character that I understand better and could appreciate better. And I didn't really, I mean, he's a villain, so I hate him, right? But I didn't really mind animated Ultron as much as I hate movie Ultron because he sucks as a character. <laughs> All right, so to answer your one question about how he became aware of the Watcher, um, it's because of the Infinity Stones. After he kills Thanos, which was hilarious. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Thanos all walks in all <laughs> mug and shit, and he's like, <clears throat> and it's like the end of Thanos. In like two seconds, I was like, I was laughing. Um, but because Ultron has the gauntlet now and has all the Infinity Stones, it's that that's why he's able to be aware of the watcher. Um, okay. Thank you. You know, it's, it's not really, it's not really explained per se. I mean, even the watcher is like, what the hell's going on here? Like, how does he, you know, like even the watcher is kind of like, Oh shit. You know? Yeah. Um, which, which I love the fight scene between Ultron and the watcher. I thought that was great. Um, it was very well animated. It was very well done. I liked it too. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of Natasha and Clint, um, the part that I really appreciated was when she's hold, ha- he's hanging off the edge and she's holding him and he says, I told you, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And he lets go. It's kind of a flip of end game when they go to get the soul stone and they're fighting over who's going to sacrifice himself for the soul stone. And he's holding her, and she lets go. So it's kind of flipping yeah. on that situation. So I, I, I even looked at Artie, and I said, ooh, Hawkeye won this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, this episode was really, like, you know, it's funny. When, when What If started, I was under the impression they were just, you know, they were standalone episodes and everything. But as we get you know, because we're getting into the multiverse and everything, and these are canon and everything, you know, when the way um, the Thor episode ended, where you see, we see Ultron with the, with the stones and everything, and then to get this episode, what if Ultron won, we kind of see that the end of Thor, like, this is kind of the prequel to that, in a way. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of disheartening, you know, it's like, I mean... I mean, even in our, you know, the real world, in our own history and everything, 
we could play the what if game with, with plenty of things. What you know? What if Nazi Germany won? You know, what would our world look like? You know, what if, what if yeah. Stalin won? You know, um, so you know, there's lots of parallels to make there, but um, I mean, ultimately, it's just it's going to just bring everything together. The finale. I mean, ultimately, the finale. We're going to have a multiverse of Avengers is yeah. what it looks like. It's, you know, the watch, you know, I mean, you see Dr. You know, the evil Dr. Strange at the end there. Um, the watch is like, I, you know, I, you know, the watch is supposed to observe, but in this case, if he just observes all of humanity and every multiverse is going to get wiped out because of Ultron, because Ultron's supposed to be about keeping peace and Ultron in the in his wiring thinks that well the only way to have total peace is just to annihilate all humans because they're the problem which he's not wrong but <laughs> no but, and but yet, it kind there, of defeats the purpose a, and yet there was a part where ultron is like alone right they're like oh the watcher says like after he went there went out he was alone and that changed him yeah right that ultron being alone um like that Ultron never really thought that far ahead. Well, he no longer had a person. He didn't. Right. Well, he no longer had a purpose when, when he was, he had, yeah, he never had a purpose anymore because he, he was done. He, he is, he succeeded. He killed everyone as far as he knows. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Now what? You know, he no longer has yeah. a purpose until he, until he becomes aware of the multiverse. And then he's like, Oh, cool. Um, yeah. But I mean, what I see happening, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, the Watcher is going to collect heroes from each of the episodes that we've seen to oh, have yeah. a final battle against have a final battle against Ultron. So, you know, he's going to go grab well, um, Cap- Captain Carter. You know, one of the Black Widows. We've got a couple Black Widows. You know, probably. Um, yeah. But you know, I hope he doesn't just like pick and choose people. I like I I say each episode grab everybody that you can. Because, you know, six or seven people isn't going to be enough to defeat Ultron with the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, Ultron's no. hard enough to defeat without the gauntlet. Without. Yeah. And now he and he but, has the gauntlet, so, I mean, you need even more. But you could, so, but you can get different versions. Like, already in this episode, we had Doctor Strange, but it was the dark Doctor Strange. Right. right. I forget what they call him, but it was the dark Doctor Strange. Who, who achieved a lot of power by eating all those, like, different demons that came through yeah. the portal or whatever, right? He, he's not the same Doctor Strange, he's more powerful, and he's also learned, like, a hard lesson, right? And then we've also right. had, like, we have the version of Killmonger, like, you know, we, we have the version of Black Panther who became Star-Lord. And we have the verse right. like we have like you could you could get all these heroes who, I mean, in some way to some some have additional power, some of them have additional like insight or into themselves or whatever, right? So that's a really good, I mean, idea. And we know that so many voices are in the last one. Um, yeah, I I am a little worried about you know you talk about these things all being canon leading to the multiverse of the next phase of the MCU or whatever. And it's also messed up, like, I don't know. I I kind of liked the idea. 
there's sometimes where I like the idea of crushing the multiverse because I just don't want to see so many movies. I have to think about which universe are we in and all this. Right? It's like hard. To, <laughs> right? It's hard to keep track. Well, I mean, and, and, and it's also like a get yeah, out of jail free card for writers, which bothers me a bit. Well, if it, it depends on how they do it. I mean, I have no idea, obviously, how they're going to do it and everything. And I, I don't think the multiverse is going to be something that stays. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to, I mean, phase four is going to be all about the multiverse and maybe even phase five because of how, you know, because, I mean, then again, I don't know how many years it's going to take for phase, you know, what they're planning for phase four is yeah. overall. Um, yeah. But I think maybe at the end of phase four, it's going to come, they're going to, something's going to happen where the multiverse is still going to be there. But interacting in between it is going to be something uh-huh. that's minimal. You know what I mean? It's not going to be as yeah. extravagant. I think. I mean. I mean, the way I think it's shaping up, I think uh, you know Kang is going to be the ultimate villain of this arc, and I think when right. Kang is yep. defeated, I think it's going to there's going to be something kind of like like they might even put something in back in place kind of like what Kang had with the uh uh the TVA the but not to the ex- yeah. but, but but not to the extent of the TVA you know um and make it harder to jump between realities um yeah. because like you said I mean it's kind of like get out of jail free card I mean you know Scarlet Witch died but if they really wanted to they could you know especially now that uh, Disney and Scarlett jo- Johansson uh, came to a, an part, agreement, and that whole, that whole no, the whole they yeah, they came to an agreement. Everything is all good and well again. Um, everybody loves each other. Um, somebody from Disney was like, you know, we're, we're really glad we worked this out with her, and we look forward to um, m- many future endeavors with her. Um, first and foremost, she's back on for uh, the Tower of Terror movie. You know, the last oh, thing we heard wow. was, you know, when this whole thing when this whole thing started, uh, the CEO called yeah. Kevin Feige and said, "Do not, do not plan on hiring her for anything. We are never working with her again." And now it's, yeah, okay, we're 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 good to go. You know, you know, they were like, she's not, you know, we're dropping her from Tower of Terror, and now it's, oh, we can't wait to work with her on Tower of Terror. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> so we now could back, very yeah. well see her, you know, a, another version of her in the movies down the road or something, you know. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying Yeah. to your point about the get-out-of-jail-free card, you can kill somebody in this universe and bring them from this, you know. I think, I mean, the big thing, I think, with the multiverse here is I think a lot of it has to do with because of Disney acquiring all these other entities, I mean, there's a the whole weird, wacky deal with Sony, but I mean, you know, with buying Fox and having the rights to the X-Men back and everything, and up to this point, there haven't been mutants in the prime timeline, so it's just, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a way to bring everything together and then kind of just sort it out, you know? I mean, same thing with, like, the Netflix shows, because they decided, oh, the Netflix, you know, first the Netflix shows were canon, and then it was all of a sudden, oh, we changed their mind. They're not anymore, you know? Yeah. And the same thing with Agent Carter and um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
that was like, I mean, when, when that first, those, both those shows started, it's like, yeah, this is our plan all along. We're going to make movies and we're going to branch out and do spinoff TV shows and stuff. And it's all connected. It's all canon. And then all of a sudden it's, all right, maybe it's not canon. We changed our mind, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. But that is very annoying. Yeah. But, but now because of the multiverse, it kind of makes it so like, you know, you get that feeling like you think something's, you know, included. And then it's like, you kind of get that feeling of, well, that was for nothing. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter as much because it's not connected anymore, but because of the multiverse, it's still going to be connected in, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so I, I can't wait for tomorrow. Cause I, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what this Avengers like team is going to look like battling, uh, battling Ultron. And it's supposed to be the longest episode of the season. I think it's, I think it's just yeah. about, about going to be an hour. I Which think I read great, somewhere right? it's gonna be like I mean Yeah, it's gonna be like fifty five minutes or something. So Yeah, I'm pretty psyched about that too, to have a longer one and I, mean, yeah. I I have really enjoyed it, despite my comments about like, oh, it's a little confusing and there's all this going on and whatever. Um, I have really enjoyed it. I think it's been a great addition to what we're what we've been seeing. It it you know, I Yes, I have felt like so. I do feel like some episodes are better than others, and I do think I expected mm-hmm. when I when I heard Marvel's What If, I expected things like Episode One, What If Peggy Carter took the serum instead of Steve, right? Um, I mean, we felt that that didn't really deviate much. Or what if no. what if it was T'Challa who was kidnapped instead of instead of Peter became Star Lord, right? Like that was much more of a what if, like a like a really standalone yeah. thing with an answer to it. And that's really what I right. expected when I started watching the show. And, and look, I especially so like the a Star-Lord episode. That was really good, right? You expected yeah. the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you sort of open-ended, more sort of bigger questions. What if some of them are great? Some of them are a little cuckoo. But definitely, you're right. It's where the MCU is going, and and they're canon, but not canon. They're canon, right? But they're not canon. I mean, they're canon, but any one of they're them canon. could be like, oh, they're they're canon. Okay, I don't mean they're not canon. I mean like any movie that you make, you can ignore any one of these that happens in an alternate universe. Like the alternate right. universe, the multiverse theory allows you to pick and choose what you go with, which I love and hate at the same time. Essentially. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, so there was supposed to, it's one of the funny things, there was supposed to be ten episodes this season. And um they uh because of COVID it ended up not working out, so they're they're pushing the what was supposed to be one of the episodes, they're pushing it off to season two. Mm-hmm. Um and it's ironic because that episode that they pushed off is an Iron Man episode. Which is ironic because I guess I didn't know about this at first, but apparently people on Twitter have been losing their minds because every episode that Tony Stark has been in of What If, that version of him in the multiverse has died. (laughs) So there's like all these Iron Man fans are all pissed that Tony Stark keeps dying. Well, given that Robert Downey quit and they have a substitute voice going on. And Robert Downey's like, whatever this guy's done, like, I, I love it. It's great. I hadn't really thought of it that way, that there's a lot of Tony Stark fans out there that are like, what? How did he die? But 
but that's kind of awesome. Yeah, he keeps he keeps dying. He's died in the Prime Universe. He's died in all these multiverse universes for now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I guess <laughs> it's just ironic that the episode they pushed off was a was an Iron Man centric episode where he doesn't die apparently. <laughs> so that's being held. I mean, I think aside from him, Natasha has probably died the most. Natasha's died multiple times, also, right? Um. I think so. But she, yeah, she about also. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, it was pretty good. It's a good, yeah. like, the first few were a little more kind of standalone what if. These last few have really built up towards, as you say, a, like a major, like, kind of blockbuster. I didn't say that, but yeah. as, a, as a big everyone comes to the party kind of finale that, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, You've seen you've seen the Spider Man teaser, right? Yes. All right. So one thing that everybody has agreed upon the whole you know, since the teaser first came out is Do- is Doctor Strange seems weird in the episode. Or in yes, the episode in the teaser. And, and and you know, lots of people you know, there's been theories about, you know, oh maybe it's Mephisto who is the Marvel's version of the devil. Um, all these different theories floating around and everything. But now, because of what if, the big theory, and I like it and I think it may be the case, is um, people are speculating that the Doctor Strange we see in the Spider-Man teaser is the evil Doctor Strange. Which is why he's kind of okay. like, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Which I think will make things kind of interesting. That'll be kind of cool. Like, people were focused, when that trailer finally was released, people were really focused on, like, the idea that Doc Ock is in it, right? But yeah. there is that. I mean, Doctor Strange has some, I mean, he's got that weird little white hair thing in it, and he's got, like, uh, it's that new, right? Yeah. But he, he does look, he it does just, look like creepy Doctor Strange. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So and maybe we'll nobody see really noticed we'll that until that episode, until, until well, well, that, two weeks ago. Exactly. Right? Which is amazing exactly. and really, you know, that really speaks to the top level creative people like keeping that. Maybe not even, I shouldn't say top level creative, but there's, there's like these sort of traffic people or continuity people, I should say, at the top who are watching all this stuff, right? Yeah. And you know what? You're making me think like, like, okay, so can I just harp on Walking Dead again? Because that is Scott Gimple's job and he is not doing it. And Marvel is doing great, right? Marvel is doing yeah, a great mean, job I, of having continuity people at the top watching this and making it awesome. Yeah, the the way they have this mapped out, it's like I don't even. I, I'm I'm sure. I wonder how far out they actually have it. Like, okay, this is you know, <laughs> this is mapped out here, and like, I mean, there's been stuff that's coming up that is callbacks to you know phase one, you know. Yeah the way they have it set yeah. up. So And they're they're schooling everyone else on how to do it. And like the obvious thing is D C because we all want to like criticize D C for not being nearly as good as MC uh MCU. But it's not just them, but many, many other I mean, this yeah. is like this is like George Lucas level of control. Uh, not really because yeah. George Lucas is one person trying to do it. But this is Star Wars level of sort of continuity where you have all these people like paying attention to it and making sure it's, even in Star Wars it didn't make sense, but they stuck well, to it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if you want to use Star, Star Wars as an example because they constantly retcon themselves. 
Well, but but Marvel does. Marvel but I know what you mean. Stuff, but you're right. Star Wars is worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, Marvel so. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you don't introduce the a multiverse unless you want to retcon some stuff. But whatever. Um, sure. I'm excited for next week. I'm excited to talk about it. I hope Jamie will catch up and talk about it also. Yeah, that'd be hopefully. Uh-huh. Okay, so this leaves right, us so to move on to that, American Horror Story. Yes. That leaves us the first mm-hmm. episode of Death Valley. Oh which, my, first my, thing my, I have my, to my. say, I this is only the second time that I can call, recall uh, ever seeing Neil, McDo- Neil McDonough play a good guy. Right? He's I don't think I've ever. Horrible. I don't think it. But was the first time. The, I can't or, remember the first time. Um, he played a character na- named Dum Dum in uh, the first Avengers, the fir- uh, Captain America. Oh right, yes he did, yes he did. I, that w- he was a good guy, but he was a little bit of a sideline yeah. comic reliefy guy. Yeah, Neil McDonough yeah, he was always really, a horrible much. character, horrible person. He was great in that. I mean, he plays I, he plays Eisenhower, right? So whatever. Yeah. Um, how did you? Um, I felt like I, I felt like I watched two different shows, and that was the whole point, right? That there's two different things going on here. Yeah. I assume all of them come together. Unfortunately, I felt like there were two different levels of quality on display here. And one half of the show was so much better than the other half of the show. And which half, AJ, do you think I'm talking about? I think the first half you're talking about was better. Hello, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. Do you, do you, do you agree? No, I agree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I know, You know what? I was kind of disappointed when I knew it was going to happen, but when it went to present time, I was kind of disappointed that it went to color. I was enjoying the black and white feel of it. Me too. Me like, too. It kinda, I, I, felt, I felt like it helped the whole ambiance behind it, um, which I think we're going to get a little bit of both. I think it's going to jump back and forth. Because Lily Raby is, you know, one of the top billing, and she's playing Amelia Earhart, who, you know, they find they find in 56. So I can't believe that that's the last we've seen of 1956. I got to believe we're going to see more of 1956 each episode. Um, I mean, I hope so, and I I think you don't cast. Lily, Lily Rabe and, and Neil McDonough without intending to show them a lot more, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and, um, actually, and what's a, um, uh, Sarah Paulson's playing Mamie, you know? So I mean, yep. All the all the big, yeah. all the big names so far are in the 1956 aspect of it. So I gotta believe we're gonna definitely see more of that. Yeah. Um. I really loved the first half and the whole black and white thing going. I mean, I felt like they did such a good job of, of I mean, channeling and paying homage to so many classic. I mean, I saw The X-Files. I saw Alien. Yeah. I saw every single black and white heart, you know, movie. I saw The Day of the Earth and Still. I saw so many, so many great things in that. Um, and yet it it also was a really great like story on its own like there was a it was a, it was sort of an independent 
way of the aliens approaching and what they did. Like the aliens could explode your head. What? That's kind of new. Um, and I yeah, thought oh, it was so I, well I, done. I yeah. um, I I co- I coined a phrase to my, for myself. I call I call that the head splat. <laughs> <laughs> nice, the head splat. Yeah, that's what it was. A head splat. It was great, right? And it was sort of a new thing. Yeah. I loved all of it. I was really interested to see what was going to happen in the 50s. I, I, I never really would have told you that I thought Neil McDonough looked like Eisenhower. And they really made no effort to make him look different. But he was great. Um, yeah. I liked all of that. Uh, and I wanted to see what would happen. Even though I've seen that movie 100 times, I wanted to see what happened. And then we jumped to <laughs> modern day. And what the hell? You know what? I felt like it was 1984 had intruded on my on my show that I'm trying to watch, uh, AHS 1984, <laughs> not George Orwell's 1984. Um, I I found little to like about that half of the show, and maybe you liked it more, and maybe you can help me not hate it. But I thought it was like not. I. Well, first of all, it took me a second. Like, I kept uh, – Kaya Gerber, who put, plays character Kenny, like, I saw her walking in, and I was like, she looks familiar. And then she sat down, and I was like, oh, that's Ruby. And then I'm like, wait, it is her, right? Like, I kept going back yeah, and forth because she, so, she looked so different from when she played Ruby yeah. in, uh, in America – in uh, Rubber in, Woman. In the murder house kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. Um. I just, like, I, one thing I kind of liked was when she made everybody leave their phones behind. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, you know, I, I have to say. Felt I felt like the gay couple was very over the top. And just the way the four of them talked, were talking, like, I, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was, that, that whole scene in the restaurant, I felt like was very excessive. Like, you know, we've all, you know, hung out with our friends when we were 20-something and the conversations that we've had and everything. But I felt like it was unnecessarily over the top, you know? Like the way that the gay couple was talking about each other and the the, the black girl, she was talking about what the guy <laughs> that she got said, I've never heard of this. So I don't know if Ryan Murphy made this up or if it's a real thing, but she's allergic to semen apparently. And it like burns her skin. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't Google to see if that's a real thing or not, but (laughs) I I just kind of like, what the hell? I felt that was, I mean, it might be true. It might not be. I don't know. But I felt that was part of Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy and the other people in the show, like, trying to make a point about modern youth and and yeah. a certain kind of person. But I, I, what bothered me, what I didn't like about it was, like, I feel like we just watched that on American Horror Stories with that whole, like, influencer Christmas horror story thing that we watched, right? And I, I do yeah. feel like I feel like they go out of their way on this show to to make that point. I mean, we saw it, okay, so, also in American well, keep in mind, stories, it, and the ironic thing is, the one playing Cal, the blonde-haired kid, he was in that, yeah, that bro house stupid thing. Yeah, and you know, 
that Brohouse thing. And, and also, like, there was the one where the teenagers go to the drive-in movie. And there was the one where yeah. Harris Jackson is a total mean girl. And, and, like, those girls are also a parody. And I feel like lately this show is going out of its way to, to provide not flattering commentary about young people. And, about millennials. And, yeah. And, and like, like, did somebody piss Ryan Murphy off? Whatever. But I, I, so I agree with you that that scene in the sushi bar was funny, and yet it was sort of long and uninteresting. Do you have to see this whole thing? Like, really, once they get to the desert and they find the aliens, the fact that they have no cell phones is pointless because somebody actually does try to get out a phone and call someone. Like, here's the signal, right? Because someone had a phone, and like that whole thing about like let's 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 eschew technology. Like, I'm not sure if that's going to have a point going forward. Like, or was the point of it just to make Kaya Gerber be like a ridiculous millennial, which is also possible, right? Or, or maybe um, the whole point of it was to just. To, to have it so that they didn't have cell phone to call, maybe, I don't know. So that they ended up getting stranded and then abducted, and everybody's pregnant now. Which I can't I wait to see how that works been, with the guys. I do. And setting that aside for a second, I just want to say, it also could have been, they could have had cell phones and they could have been turned off because there's a point where Mamie Eisenhower says, I'm a little nervous working at a, a microwave when those people gave us the technology. Um, and yeah. I feel like, I don't know. But, yeah, the real point of it is that everyone's pregnant at the end, right? Like, that's huge. That's the huge ending of it. Um, and I'm not sure how I feel about that either. Not Because biologically speaking, I'm not sure how a man carries a – unless it's like alien, where in alien, that thing impregnates you down your throat, and within two days you have a baby. That, that bursts out of your stomach and your and eye. pops out of your chest. That, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I don't I know. Mean, I guess, you know, obviously, we're going to find out. That would make it pregnant? I don't know. I mean, most alien abduction stories are kind of about people being impregnated with a hybrid in the end, right? Like, we've yeah. seen that a million times also. Well, um, I, I get the, you know, maybe maybe these for being pregnant is what's going to lead to the magic pill that makes you a vampire. Well, but so also Amelia Earhart is pregnant, right? Amelia Earhart turns out pregnant. Oh, that's right. Um, yes. And so I guess there's the part like, did she have that baby in the past? Are they so, so you, so you're of the school of thought that these two halves of the season are connected and perhaps the pregnancy yeah. is, is the connection. Like, are the pale people the – well, I mean, I don't know. Please explain to me because the first half of the season was very clear that the chemist created the pill. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I think, the, I, I think – well, I think the connection is going to be the, the chemist. I think when we see um, – what's her name there? Angelica Ross. Thank you. Uh, when we see Angelica Ross, I think she's going to be the chemist. And I think we're going to see her create the pill, or at least In the, the beginning stages of it. Currently, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. maybe she's using some form of alien science to her advantage. Maybe she was a scientist well, in the army, remember, or maybe she whatever. There, well, there's there's blood in the pill, like that's one of the ingredients, and 
alien blood makes perfect sense <laughs> to create, you know, it does. This, this hybrid situation here. It does. I think it's unlikely yeah. to see a black woman in NASA at the level that in 1954 that she would have that. Well, no, it's not going to be again. 54. Yeah. It's going to be in the future part. It could be passed down to her. It could be, she'll be in the modern part, yeah. She'll be in the modern part, absolutely. Um, and you know something yeah. funny is th- this is the second TV show I've watched this year that has had um, Amelia Earhart in relation to aliens. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's the other one? <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 Legends of Tomorrow, the DC show on uh, the CW. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, don't watch it, so can't speak to it. But hmm. yeah, I just think that's funny how you know. Ever notice how that happens sometimes? Where like you know you watch these different shows and they all have this one common thread out of nowhere, and you're like, what the hell's going on here? Like it's like everybody sits around in Hollywood and goes, okay, what's going to be the one thing all these shows are going to have that we you know? Cause, I mean, we've talked about other shows with this where we see the same exact thing on different shows in a different way. They have no yeah. connection to each other whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, um, change of idea here. What do you think about um, this show connecting to Asylum? So, Asylum is the, had aliens, right? I mean, not a lot right. of episodes of AHS, none have aliens except for Asylum, right? Um, yeah. And that is set in the maybe 19, a lot of it's in the 19, like 60s or 70s-ish, right? And there's an alien component to it. And, um, I mean. It's very true. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's there was a point at which it could. these seasons didn't really, these seasons were all standalone up until they weren't, right? And then there was, like, mashups with seasons overlapping. Well, I mean. um They've always, I mean, they still always have been standalone, <clears throat> but there's been underlying connections here and there. You know, like like when we find out that um, the the German doctor was the one that took uh, what's her face's legs. Um, oh yeah. One um, of one of uh, one of just one of uh, Jessica Lange's characters. I forget which one. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, so, uh, uh, I know. show, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's always been those, there's always been those type of connections. I mean, Armageddon, obviously, you know, Michael Lang, you know, went back all the way back to Murder House, you know, and, right. and yeah. combined Coven. So, I mean, when all said, I mean, and who knows when this is going to be all said and done considering he, uh, American Horror Story is greenlit for, I I want to say up to episode, up to season thirteen. Oh yeah, twelve or thirteen. I think they've they've already been mm. yeah they've already been greenlit for yeah he yeah Ryan Murphy signed some deal with with uh with Impact. yeah season thirteen. So we've got at least three more seasons. And I would so, love to see oh some kind of. Yeah, I would love to see some kind of map by Ryan Murphy at the end when everything is all said and done. Because he's already, he's stated many times, he knows when the final season comes, he already has the script for it. Which I get the feeling everything is going to tie everything together somehow, some way. 
I would, but I would love to see like his murder board of how it all connects. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I love that. And yet we just had a long talk about like the MCU multiverse and the ways it's great and the way there are problems with it. And like, I mean, yeah. I personally don't feel like AHS needs to all play together. And I think the point of American Horror well, Stories was that it doesn't, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, and like, and again, but this is a little different. It's in little ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like Pepper. Well, I think they're, I, you know. Yeah. I think they've mostly like been sort things. of fun connections. They've mostly been sort of fun connections. Right. Not overt connections. Except for, except for yeah, Co- no. Coven, Coven and Antichrist were, were fully connected, right? Um, yeah. But other than that, they're not necessarily, like, fully connected, which I kind of like. And I'm not really sure how they do that with something like this. Like, it's still, you know, it's hard to see how these two storylines will connect, except that aliens have been around for a long time. Um, particularly, we've only got four episodes. Like, this, what's it called? Yeah. Is that, what is this one called? This this half? Death Valley. Um, Death Valley. Um it's hard to see how they will go in four episodes, particularly when, I mean, I thought the whole second half was kind of, like, unnecessary. Like, we, we spent a lot of time, teenagers, for no real reason other than to really not like them and hope that they die. Like, not one of them has a reason to die, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, do, do we care about any of them? Which one do we hate the least? I don't know. Um, Probably Kenny. Kenny. Which one is Kenny? That's uh, short for Kendall. Um, uh, Kaya oh, Gerber. Right. Kaya Gerber, yeah. Kaya Gerber, and yet she's kind of annoying with her whole, like, oh, I, like, you know, I'm a Luddite, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, she's very annoying, but she does seem to be, by the end of the episode, she's the only one who has a clue, and she's like, be careful. Let's be, you know, she's the one who sort of takes yeah. control of her ridiculous party of teens um you know she and i didn't really love her in in her stories like i i like i I like ruby (laughs) i mean i don't want to say i didn't like her but i ruby ruby was okay she was a little bit of a device for her she wasn't right um She does seem a little bit, I mean, I guess playing Kenny, Kendi, I mean, it's a little bit more like who she is. And I don't mean that, I just mean that it's a it's a normal contemporary 20-something. Right. Um, and she's better suited for it. Um, I'm not really sure that she has any, like, she's pre- she's the first one to realize she's pregnant. Um I guess maybe her whole, like, I don't want technology thing has to pay off, right? They could not have made such a gigantic deal of it in this episode for it not to mean something before the season is over. can't just be about parents. No, you're probably right. right? No, you're probably right. I'm sure it's going to – I mean, Ryan Murphy is, you know, famous for, you know, giving us the most insignificant detail and having it be the biggest detail, you know, so – I yeah. wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, I mean that has at to this, be. You know, they're supposed to be this, smart. Like, at, at this stage of, of the game, I mean, we're in season ten here. I, I don't, I don't 
count anything out or take anything at face value anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's always I mean, a question. They made a, they made a huge point of saying that all four of those kids go to either Princeton or Yale or like Harvard, right? That, that was a huge deal. And so they're, I'm like, are they making them out to be smart so they're not the usual dumb people? But, again, I think that just because you go to Harvard or Yale doesn't make you have any sort of ability to function in no. the world, right? It just makes you, like, academically smart. Um, yeah. But she does seem to be the – I mean – I think it's clear that Kaya Gerber is sort of the star of that half of the of the show. And, right. and yeah, not having a cell phone has to pay off the end. Like, technology has to play into it. I just don't see half yeah. the episode being played out that way to just be parody. So we'll see. I, I, so it's funny because we've talked a lot about how um, some – some seasons of AHS have gone too long and there's too much filler and six episodes might have been the right amount and this one is four and I'm worried that it's not enough. Yeah, especially as disappointed I was in the finale last week of the Red Tide oh, storyline. So it was so, so kinda, bad, yeah. I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of hoping it somehow, some way kind of ties up the loose ends in the finale of this. Like maybe we get a little bit of both or something. I don't know. Yeah, you might get a little something, bit more information about. Yeah. Yeah, something that's something that's going to make more sense to me than what they gave us. And it's interesting the way they're doing it because it's it's being you know it's being done backwards. You know, we see we had present time and now we're getting what led up to it. You know, assuming I that. think. I think American Horror Story generally does that better. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like Asylum, which was set in the past, is one of my favorite seasons. And Coven, mm-hmm. which was not totally set in the past, but, but had a very sort of like, you know, I felt like the Coven was sort of stuck in the past. And it, in, in a historic, you know, they weren't in the past, but they sort yeah, of, like, I love the way Coven was, was like historical. That. Yeah. And while I didn't like, but even like motel or hotel or whatever, that dwells in the past also a little bit. And I feel like they do that pretty well on this show. Yeah. Um, and that might be partly why, you know, this period bit in the black. I'd love to see the whole black and white part. Like, I, I'm excited about that. That was really cool. Yeah, I hope we definitely and get more of that each episode than the, the present time. Again. Neil McDonough and Lily Raby, you're getting them. Well, yeah. I think. And all, and also yeah. Sarah Paulson at Nanny Eisenhower. We hope to yeah. see more of them. So, all right. So we'll have to wait another week. Uh, good part is we only have four yep. weeks. Bad part is we only have four weeks. <laughs> well, we don't know if it's good or bad yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time will tell. So. All right, folks, that is a wrap for us tonight. As Jamie said, uh, Gary Morgenstein will be joining us next week to talk about a black and white cookie. And we will have our regular slew of shows. How much you guys got left in Roswell, do you know? Uh, Next week is the finale. Thank God. It's so bad. Thank God. I was going to say, Karen, I know you like... I was just going to say, I know you like hate watching shows. I mean, God knows we hate watch the hundred, but by the time we were hate watching it, we were already four seasons in. <laughs> this is yeah. like season two of Roswell, right? 
<laughs> it's season three. It's season three. With any oh, season canceled. three, really? Season three, yeah. Season three. <laughs> it might get canceled. We can only be lucky. Um, or we'll drop that, yeah. Um, oh, and I so, did, yeah, with that next I, week. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm very mad at my Hulu. Why? Because I, because Big Sky is back. Oh, you know, and I, I, I watched. Did you watch it, it? Did you watch it? Oh hell no! I took it out of my watch list, and it still popped up as something recommended for me. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, you cannot beat the algorithm. The algorithm will always know and, and ask you to watch it. I that. know. Yeah, I watched it because you know why I watched why? it. Why? You know why? Because you know. Our listeners don't, but you know that I spent four days hiking on the Appalachian Trail last week, Thursday through Sunday. When I got home Sunday night and all day yesterday, I was, like, incapable of moving off my couch, and I just watched my whole DVR, and then it, it recorded Big Sky, and I was like, well, my legs hurt. I can't move, so I'm going to watch this shit. And it was bad. <laughs> uh, so I have to, you know, I've learned I need to assert control of my DVR. Um, I yeah. watched it. It was bad. Um, we will not be covering that show anymore. No, we will not. Yeah. So. So. Anyway. All right. So next week we will have right. next week we'll have the finale of Walking Dead and some other stuff going on, and then we'll. Oh wow! Know. Actually, next week. Actually, we have three finales next week. Walking we Dead finale. Roswell and what if. Oh, so Walking Dead is only the mid-season finale, but Roswell and What If are the oh, okay. season finale. So, great. Good. That'll give us time to, I don't know, go to bed earlier. <laughs> Probably not, but okay. All right. And next, uh, all of right. course, next week Gary's with us. So, all right. Yes. All right. Have well, thank you, everybody, week, for listening, everybody. and uh, tune right. in again next week. Have a great week. <laughs>